Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. We've been gone for a week. Yes, we have. And you didn't skip over any of the uh, uninteresting news. You just, you got it all in there. Even, That's right. Even all the little tidbits. Yes. Okay. So it's so going to be, be a long show. Be prepared, Buckle up, people. everybody. Strap in. But right. here we go with the Disney Parks blog. All right. They have the Foodie Guide to Easter. That's right. The Foodie Guide to Easter 2023 at Disney Parks, and it's Disney Parks across the globe. A lot of bunny-themed items, a lot of spring-themed items. A lot of carrot-themed items. A lot of carrot cake. We have bunny tarts, sugar cookies. Uh, So all sorts of chocolate and uh, snacky items galore, as well as some... uh, some main courses. So check it out. If you want to head over to the Disney Parks blog, go to their curated eats section and uh, see what Disney has offered for food in uh, the month of April. All right. Disney doesn't want to miss out on any opportunity to tell you about their new merchandise. So they have special merchandise for Easter. That's right. The Easter gift guide is also available on the Disney Parks blog. We have everything from uh, rabbit-themed dresses and ears to pins to uh, plushes of the characters dressed up as Easter bunnies uh, to eggs to sunglasses uh, to watches, Lego sets, all sorts of stuff yeah. for your Easter needs. Anything you could imagine. That's right. Uh, I think the ears are a little funny because I think they're like they're like mouse ears with they're like mouse ears with bunny ears and, and a, bow. a bow tie. Yeah, so two sets yeah. of ears. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah. You can celebrate the golden era of animation with a new Disney 100 The Decades uh, 1930s items. So I think this is pretty cool. We know they're celebrating the 100th year of the Walt Disney Company. Right. Uh, and they've broken it into 10 decades. Okay. So the first decade, of course, the company started in 1923. So they already released some merchandise related to the 20s. Uh, and now they are covering the decade of the 30s. So it does cover some uh, Mickey Mouse Band concert, The Three Little Pigs, Snow White, some of the early an- animation stuff. We also have some Clarabelle Cow and Horace horse collar pin sets. Uh, that's a limited release. So it's very nice to see this stuff grouped, yeah. curated, if oh, you will. God, which, that word. Which is the new term uh, as part of this merchandise collection. And that is available on shopdisney.com. Cool. Game developers are giving us some details on Tron Identity, which is a game that's releasing on April 11th. That's right. Tron Identity gives, uh, it's an arcade game. I'm sorry, it's not an arcade game. Uh, It's a game that takes place in the grid, uh, and uh, it is a first-person perspective. Uh, You play as Query. It's a detective program. It's a mystery game. So it's kind of a puzzle-solving uh, adventure game that is being put out by uh, the Disney company. Do we know what the platform is? Um, we do not. I'm assuming it's going to be available across multiple platforms, including PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Yeah, that's likely. Yeah, so if you're a gamer, you might want to check that out uh, beginning April 11th. Okay. Disney Cruise Line has announced their summer 2024 itineraries. That's right. Very exciting because beginning in June 2024, Disney's new destination, Lighthouse Point, which is on the island of Eleuthera, will start welcoming guests. And the very interesting thing about that is those are going to take place mainly from cruises aboard the Disney Magic, which is going to be out of her new home port in Fort Lauderdale. Wow. I mean, that's what's going to happen is I'm sure that people generally like to sail on the dream and the fantasy because they're larger and they're newer um, and the wish. 
but the Magic and the Wonder, you know, are probably struggling a little bit to get as many guests on them. And I can tell you that the Magic's going to be fully booked for, I can't tell you how many months with people right. wanting to go uh, try out Lighthouse Point. Yeah. Uh, there is a inaugural cruise that is a seven-night cruise um, aboard the Disney Fantasy, uh, and that takes place on June 8th out of Port Canaveral, and that will be one of the first stops at Lighthouse Point. Uh, so you won't necessarily, you know, it's not limited to the magic out of Fort Lauderdale, but they are bringing uh, the fantasy there for at least the initial visit. Now, do they have a dock at Lighthouse Point, or are they going to tender you? Uh, it is a dock, okay. from what I've seen. Uh, of course, because it's summertime, they're also releasing their European and Mediterranean itineraries. Uh, they're going to be sailing the Mediterranean, the Greek Isles, the British Isles, as well as the Norwegian fjords and Iceland. They will have new ports of call, including Valencia, Spain, Hagsund, Norway, and Hamburg, Germany. Uh, and they will also uh, be returning to Catina, uh, sorry, Catania, Italy, Kusadasi, Turkey, and Valletta in Malta. Um, of course, Disney will be cruising uh, in Alaska, and that will be the Disney Wonder from May through September of 2024. And then, of course, the Disney Wish and Disney Fantasy will continue their Bahamian and Caribbean itineraries from Port Canaveral. Uh, bookings open to the public on March 30th, 2023, uh, and to some of the Castaway Club, uh, Castaway Club levels prior to that. All right. Moving over to Disneyland, um, the Mickey's Toontown is reopened now. That's right. The reimagined Mickey's Toontown opened on March 19th. And uh, you know who's greeting guests there? Who? Pete. For the first time, Mickey's nemesis oh. uh, as a costumed character is meeting greets there. He's wearing a blue shirt with overalls. He doesn't look too menacing. No, he doesn't. Um, he did not. Uh, you know, his first appearance was not with Mickey. Oh. It was in an Alice comedy short called Alice Solves the Puzzle, and he was known as known as Bootleg Pete. Okay. Uh, he was actually a villainous bear who got into trouble with the law, uh, and then he was turned into Mickey's natural enemy, uh, a cat, and he first appeared in Steamboat Willie with, Mer uh, with Mickey. So he went from being a bear to being a cat? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you can check... Uh, the meet and greet out if you head over to Disneyland. That is in Mickey's new uh, reimagined Toontown. And you know who else is there? Uh, Chubby? Chubby, who is a new shoulder plush. He is a character that uh, is a resident of Runamuck Park, which is part of the Toontown reimagining. Um, and he's part of the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway merchandise. Uh, but he is adorable. He's, he, he's kind of similar to Orange Bird, yeah. I think. Um, but he is very cute, so you can get that shoulder plush now in Disneyland. Uh, and then if you enjoy the new Mickey's Toontown and you want to live uh, some of that at home, you can get the new music from Mickey's Toontown, Toontown album, which debuts on streaming platforms beginning March 24th. Uh, there are 15 tracks. All right. So that's, uh, that's pretty exciting. May is Star Wars month at Disneyland, um, and this is a bunch of ways that Disney is celebrating. That's right. It's not just going to be the May the 4th festivities this year, because Disneyland is giving us a Star Wars month. They are bringing back Hyperspace Mountain. There are going to be multiple uh, Star Wars nights event uh, events going on there. They're doing Disneyland After Dark on May 2nd, 4th, 8th, and 11th. Uh, and um, that's uh, how they're going to celebrate Star Wars. They're going to be doing a fireworks show set to Star Wars music over Sleeping Beauty Castle on those Star Wars Disneyland After Dark Night. 
All right. I don't like so, to jump ahead on things, but I'm curious what they're going to be doing in Disney World. Do, uh, do we know later? We do not know what they're doing oh, in Disney okay. World because the exciting thing is that we are going to be there. We are, yeah. Yeah. So uh, going back to California, though, if you're going to uh, want to ride Hyperspace Mountain, which is a Star Wars overlay, uh, that will take place from May 1st through June 4th. The Orange County Register has said that Splash Mountain at Disneyland is going to be closed forever in May of 2023. That's right. And you know what the big thing is with rumors? What? They usually end up being true. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so as Cheryl mentioned, the Orange County Register is claiming that the final day for Splash Mountain in Disneyland will be May 6th, 2023. Uh, so if you want to head over there and get some bottles of water and sell them <laughs> on eBay like everybody was doing from Disney World, uh, you want to head over there. Uh, Disneyland opened in 1989, uh, July of 1989, in the newly renamed, at the time, Critter Country. Okay. And you know who's part of the opening ceremony? Who? Jim Varney, whom you, whom you may remember as Ernest, the Ernest character. Ernest remember? in what? Uh, he had movies. He had a, a kid's show. No, I do not. Hey, Vern, that. it's Ernest. You don't remember him? No. He was a commercial pitch man. Nope. No? No. All right. Well, we'll have to watch some Ernest videos. He was pretty funny. Okay. Uh, he also voiced one of the characters in Toy Story. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Splash Mountain in Disneyland. Looks like they're getting ready to close. Disneyland is now taking reservations for celebrating Disney 100 at the Disneyland Resort, which is a guided tour. That's right. This new guided tour is a brand new limited time experience that begins uh, on April 7th. It is $110 for a 120-minute experience. You will experience Disneyland Resort as a living story where you will uncover the tales of how the Walt Disney Company has brought magic to the guest experience for over a century. You will be visiting special sites in the park. Uh, you will uh, uh, learn about the creative process, and uh, you'll be able to chat with an animator at an animation academy. And then while touring Sleeping Beauty Castle, you will get to have your picture taken in front of the Disney 100 decorated castle. That digital download is included in the price of the tour. Uh, you will also get reserved viewing for the Magic Happens Parade, uh, which takes place daily. And uh, let's see, that uh, that's about it. Okay. You also, oh, you also get a Disney 100 snack. Ooh. And a commemorative pin. I like a snack. Uh, the uh, cost is, as I mentioned earlier, $110, and that is for guests three and older. All right. And you can book that through the official Disneyland website. However, many dates are already sold out. That is true. You know why all those days are sold out? Why? Uh, because we were on vacation and couldn't tell people ahead of time to, yeah. to order them. Sorry so. about that. Apologies for having fun. All right. Hey, what's going on over at California Adventure? Um, the Mickey's Philharmagic has reopened with some new carpeting. Yeah, and that's uh, the highlight there. Um, they've been closed for refurbishment since January 23rd. Uh, and the big deal is that the carpet had been replaced. I mean, that's got to be a pain in the neck, right? You've got to take out all the seats and replace the carpet and put them back, I would think. One, one would assume so, yes. All right, that wraps things up over in California, so let's head on over to Florida. All right, they have the extended hours uh, through April 29th at the Disney World Parks. That's right. This is uh, related to Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios as well as Animal Kingdom. Uh, Magic Kingdom is going to be open from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. April 2nd through 29th. They will have extended evening hours for... Uh, select Walt Disney World Resorts on April 5th, 12th, 17th, and 26th. That will be from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. 
Early resort entry uh, on those uh, on all of those days is a half hour before the park opens to the public. Hollywood Studios will open at 8.30 a.m. every day, but will stay open until 9.30 p.m. from April 2nd through 29th. Uh, and the Animal Kingdom will be open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. from April 2nd through 29th. Uh, and no changes to the Epcot hours. All right. Tron is getting ready to open, and in advance of that, they're doing quite a few things to get ready. That's right. The ride has its grand opening on April 4th, uh, but the Light Cycle Run Virtual Queue has already been added to the My Disney Experience app, uh, and that is under the Virtual Queue section if you are in the app. Uh, additionally, the Light Cycle Run uh, is in soft opening right now through right. April 4th, so you can uh, head on over to Magic Kingdom and ride it if you get an opportunity. And the Light Cycle Run walkway next to Tomorrowland Launch Depot is now open to all guests. Good. They're scaffolding up everywhere at Splash Mountain as they're working on taking down um, a tree on top. That's right. It's a fake tree, of course, uh, but it looks like it's going to be coming down. Uh, they might just want to call this Scaffold Mountain for a while. Yeah. Um, because it is, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's pretty much covered in steel right now. It was so, to be expected. Yeah. How else are you supposed to get everywhere on there? Of course. So let's talk about Tron real briefly. Didn't we just do that? We did. <laughs> um, but uh, as part of the soft opening, Tron has been added to the individual lightning lane options. Okay, good. Uh, and, of course, with individual lightning lane access, we all know that there is an individual price per ride. Right. Uh, and what is it coming in at? $20. $20 per person. This whole lightning lane thing is just crazy. We're, like, going back to the early times of Disney World where you had, like, your individual Ticket tickets. Yep. It's insane. But it's only for this attraction. This and Guardians of the Galaxy right now are, mm. well, no. Each park has one individual lightning lane attraction. Yeah, it's nuts though. $20. It is. So you pay $150 to get in the park. Yep. If you want to get Genie Plus on top of it, you're looking at another $20. And then if you want to ride, uh, you know, Tron, you're looking at another $18 to $22. depending crazy. on how you ride. So that one day in the park can cost you $200 yeah. easily. Yep. They have updated the design on the cardboard uh, popcorn boxes at Disney World. They are now Disney 100 themed. That's right. And uh, when we stopped at Disney Springs last week, I got one of the Disney 100 themed popcorn boxes because, of course, I had to have uh, well popcorn and a Mickey bar. All at the same time. That's right. The new box is uh, in shades of purple with touches of white. They have the Disney 100 logo with 100 years of wonder uh, printed on each side of the box. And I must say, it is a stunning uh, popcorn container. I cannot believe we're doing news on a cardboard box. All right, then we'll stop it right here, and I won't talk about how nice the Mickey heads, stars, and diamonds look. Good. The Epcot 2023 Extravaganza is back. That's right, and those are, uh, and it's an Easter egg hunt that has Disney rabbits as Easter eggs, and they're scattered through Epcot. Um, what is the cost? Let's see. It's $9.99. If you find all of the rabbits on the game board, you can get one of six collectible themed eggs, uh, which are very nice. Uh, there's Marie, uh, I don't know. One, one of the 101 Dalmatian right. dogs. I think it's Pongo, uh, Robin Hood, Dopey, Genie, and Cheshire Cat. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. That is Patch from 101 Dalmatians. That makes sense. He has a He does black have a eye. patch on his eye. Uh, so those, uh, each of those six eggs has its own unique design and color. Very 
Very nice. And they're just really plastic prize eggs with characters painted on them. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It, I mean, I think it's fun to look for the things, but the prizes are never, you know, worth actually paying the $9.99 for. I think but you can get a whole bag of those yeah, eggs for $2 at Target. I'd say so. But it's a fun thing for the kids to do while you're walking around and trying to drink. It is, just as long as they don't want one of each egg, because then you'd have to pay $9.99 times six. But think of how occupied they'd be. That is true. Hey, you know what else is going on over at uh, Epcot that doesn't cost any money? What? There's a, a complimentary tea tour over in the United Kingdom uh, Pavilion, uh, sponsored by Twinnings, and it's part of the 2023 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. I did a um, a tea garden tour mm-hmm. um, a couple of years ago, you did. pre-COVID, okay. but I paid for it. Oh, really? It wasn't a lot. It was like $25, and then when you were done, you went over to um, whatever the British restaurant is over there. Mm-hmm. And Rose and Crown? Rose and Crown. And you sat in a little outside area and they served you like tea and scones. Okay. Well, this uh, takes place at the Tea Caddy, which is in the United Kingdom Pavilion. Uh, you have to sign up there and you reserve your time with a cast member. And then 15 minutes prior to the tour, you return, you get your tag, uh, and they do take you through the Twinnings Tea Garden where you give a brief history on the company. Uh, it takes about 20 minutes. Uh, and they guide you through the garden, stopping at each teacup to explain different kinds of plants, teas, and how to brew each one. They also offer you tips on how to properly brew and enjoy different types of tea. Nice. So uh, that's pretty cool. And if you don't want to pay for it, all of the signs and stuff are out there in the garden. You, you don't can have kind to pay for it. Through. It's free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess if you don't want to sign up for it and have someone and have a curated tour. Right. And you want to do it on your own, you could walk through there. Okay. And then afterwards, the the cast members can guide you through the tea store to help you find your perfect tea flavor. And it looks like they maybe give you a little sample of a couple of teas. It looks a little like that. couple of tea bags. Yeah. Not, good. A, not a bad deal for free. I know, right? Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, is getting closer and closer to being finished. I mean, I guess it's really nowhere near finished, but at least it's taking shape. You can tell what it's supposed to be. Yes, they're at least paving the area now. Uh, There's a lot of uh, paving that's gone on in Epcot from the new rideshare loop uh, to uh, Moana over to Guest Relations. Uh, But I guess the big news here is that uh, Moana, the Journey of Water, does have a defined pathway now mm-hmm. uh, so you can kind of see what's happening there and uh, it looks nice it's a green lush space yeah I think as that'll you would be expect fun. it to be yeah uh, it will provide some much needed shade mm-hmm. uh, in that area so uh, yeah I can't wait to see how this uh, comes along it would be nice to just have a place for the kids to you know run through the pathways and right I don't know just sort of stroll through uh, just have something to do that's not getting on a ride or waiting in line for a ride right it'll be nice Disney is bringing breakfast and lunch back to Akershus Royal Banquet Hall at Epcot. That's right. Akershus Royal Banquet Hall is in the Norway Pavilion. Uh, Dinner has been being served there again since November. Um, But as of this May, uh, as Cheryl mentioned, they are bringing back lunch and dinner. I'm sorry, breakfast and lunch. uh, And that will be available beginning May 14th. The concept art of the uh, Mary Poppins attraction at Epcot uh, is showing that there was supposed to be a teacup-style indoor spinning ride. Yeah, this was announced back in 2019 at the D23 Expo. It was supposed to go into the United Kingdom Pavilion in Epcot. Uh, And one of the former Imagineers uh, has uh, released the concept art, an Imagineer named Damon Pressman. 
and it is supposed to be uh, uh, similar to the Royal Dutton Dalton Bowl sequence from Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, so, you know, nothing more than a teacup spinner. Uh, looks like there are maybe, uh, what, 18 teacups. So, and it's indoors. Very similar in size to the Mad Teacups in Magic Kingdom. So, you know, as far as Imagineering goes, it's not groundbreaking. No, but what else is in this? Were there like a little rooms that were going to be part of it like It looks Mary like Poppins, there might have been some the scenes from the, from the movie mm. or just kind of walkthrough stuff at 17 Cherry Tree Lane. Okay. Uh, well, it sounds like it would have had a pre-show that was similar to Enchanted Tales with Belle at the Magic Kingdom. All right. So, uh, of course, we all know that that has been... Uh, suspended but not officially canceled, so I doubt it will ever see the light of day. And I think the feedback that they're getting from this concept art is going to uh, put it in the trash can maybe even earlier than they had intended. Right. I don't think anyone's excited about it. No. You know what I am excited about, though? What? A few musicians have been announced for the Eat to the Beat concert series for the 2023 International Food and Wine Festival. All right. Which does not start uh, until July um, and so far, three entertainers have been announced, and that is Tiffany on July 30th and 31st, Haley Reinhardt on August 11th and 12th, and Taylor Dane on October 20th and 21st. Taylor Dane and Tiffany performed last year, uh, and uh, Haley Reinhardt, I believe, is a new entry. So, uh, you know, we'll start to get those uh, musicians trickling out. Right. The 50th anniversary vault collection shop has been taken out of the port of entry at Epcot. That's right. Port of entry is a set of two stores at uh, just off the International Gateway. Not off the International Gateway. Um, <laughs> the Loop. Uh, World, World Showcase. World it's Showcase. like, yeah, it's between the two entranceways. That's right. So they did have a, a 50th anniversary set up in there. Uh, but as we all know, the 50th anniversary officially ends on March 31st. So maybe they will replace it with a Disney 100 uh, section. That would be my guess. There is a new uh, park map for Hollywood Studios that shows Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. That's right. It just debuted at the end of last week. And not only does it remove references to the 50th anniversary celebration, but it has a new entry for the Rodeo Roundup Barbecue uh, over in Toy Story Land. So how exciting is that? So exciting. Yeah. You know what's not exciting? What? Is the fact that there are going to be no discounts allowed at the opening of the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. What would there normally be? Uh, annual pass holder discounts. Okay. Um, as well as, don't they normally do uh, Tables in Wonderland uh, and all that stuff? Yeah, There's do they still have that? Discounts. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, okay. But none of the discounts that possibly could yeah, have applied will. That's right. So adults, $45 plus tax and gratuity. Children, $25 plus tax and gratuity. Uh, you can add, of course, alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks to that tab. Um, so uh, that's that's the deal there. Rodeo Roundup Barbecue took almost four years to open, of course, because of the COVID-19 pandemic shutting down a lot of construction. Right. The neon signs have been returned to the Hollywood Brown Derby at Hollywood Studios. That's right. They went missing in early February. Uh, of course, they were removed for refurbishment. Uh, one of them is shaped like a derby hat. Uh, and one is a derby hat on the chimney, and those have both been uh, uh, refurbished, and the neon looks like, uh, you know, it looks fresh and bright again. Fabulous. 
You know, I skipped a story that was related to Epcot. Yes. And, and my apologies. Um, but Barstool Sports' Dave Portnoy, who you may know as the One Bite Pizza Review Guy, mm-hmm. uh, or as El Presidente, as he is affectionately known, uh, came back to Epcot uh, and raided Via Napoli's pizza. Uh, and you know what he ended up giving it? What? A 7.1 out of 10. He says it's not the worst he's ever had, but it's not the best. Amazingly, uh, earlier in 2021, he visited Pizza Rizzo and gave Pizza Rizzo a 7.1 as well. Yeah, I would say we didn't, like, really love the pizza at Via Napoli. Right. It was all right. Yeah. So I don't think it's too far off the mark. Rumor has it that the Rock and Roller Coaster is expected to return unchanged following an extended refurbishment. Yeah, there were a whole bunch of rumors that perhaps Aerosmith would be on their way out because, uh, as you may or may not know, uh, lead singer Steven Tyler has some legal issues going on. Uh Somebody had said uh, during the refurbishment that all Aerosmith references were being removed. Of course, that sounds like it is just rumor, uh, and uh, it should reopen as a rock and roller coaster featuring Aerosmith. Okay, good. Hey, what's going on in resort news? Uh, They are still um, working on the new Disney Vacation Club tower at the Polynesian. That's right. It looks like they're up to eight stories now. Oh, boy. And uh, It looks very small what they have up so far. It does. Well, of course, they're building up and then they'll build out. So uh, it will get much bigger. Um, But, you know, it is uh, concrete slab construction, so Mm -hmm. it's it's very modular. Yep. Uh, But it is taking shape, and uh, I'd hate to have a room that... You know, has has their view blocked by that? Oh, right at the Polynesian, yeah. absolutely. Yep. And uh, speaking of Disney Vacation Club, the Beach Club Villas refurbishment has been extended through late fall. It was expected to be done by April 2023, uh, but that is not the case. Uh, they did start it in January, um, so uh, you know they they've just doubled the length of time it's going to take them. Taking longer than they thought. Yes. There's a new summer offer for Disney World that could allow guests to save up to 35% on rooms. That's right. This new discount is going to enable guests to stay at nearly all Walt Disney Resort hotels uh, for a hefty 30 to 35% uh, discount. This applies to all room types except the Beach Club Villas, the Bungalows at Disney's Polynesian Villas and Bungalows, the Copper Creek Cabins at Copper Creek Villas and Cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, and all three-bedroom villas. Uh, other than that, Florida residents and the general public will receive a 30% discount, while annual pass holders will get 35% off, and those reservations will open beginning March 28th. This is for stays from July 11th through September 28th. All right, great. Fairy Tale Fireworks, a sparkling dessert cruise, is going to be closing for a a refurbishment that's going to take a few months. That's right. They're going to close. Well, they closed on March 20th, uh, and they're going to be closed through July 5th. Uh, So this is a uh, dessert party uh, that takes place on one of the ferry boats. Um, So they have a unique view of the fireworks while you get food and drinks. Uh, And the nice thing is we've taken a smaller cruise out there for the fireworks show. And they do pump the soundtrack out to the uh, boats so you you get the full experience. Disney 100 pressed pennies are replacing the 50th anniversary designs. That's right. If you're a pressed penny collector, you might want to head out to the machines and get your new Disney 100 celebration pressed pennies. How much do those cost these days? I don't know. I gave up on them a long time ago. A uh, dollar. They are now a dollar each, and you can get all eight of them in a machine for $5. So that's not a bad deal. 
Yeah, but it's not as fun as it used to be. Yeah, they're now computer-based. It used to be hand-cranked. You put your penny in. You put your nickels in. Now you just your insert nickels. the... Your quarters. Yeah. Uh, it used to be 50 cents each. Right. Yeah, so uh, times they are changing. It's possible that the closing of Trails End is going to be delayed a little bit from what they originally said it was going to be. That's right. It's been very popular, uh, and uh, they are open for breakfast and dinner. They had previously announced the closing time range of spring 2023. Um, it had been initially set for April 17th. However, the current website now shows hours through May 7th. Uh, so it might have only been a couple-week reprieve. We'll have to see what happens as the schedule uh, increases uh, and see if it's, you know, opening past April 7th. Right. I'm sorry, May 7th. The Disney Wish cruise ship is debuting a new 18-plus Oogie Boogie dance party. That's right. It's a dance party for adults only. Uh, they hold it at 10 p.m. in the Hero Zone on Deck 12 of the Disney Wish. Uh, Oogie Boogie is there, and... Uh, I guess it's kind of like a spooky dance party. Uh, they do have Oogie Boogie, I'm sorry, Oogie Boogie uh, and other uh, villains who appear on screen. And uh, they, well, actually, they summon Oogie Boogie. So uh, I guess that's it. And then there's a DJ. All right. I'd like to see some pictures of this as it, um, as it progresses to see whether anyone's actually like out there and dancing or if everyone's just watching Oogie Boogie on the floor. Uh, from what we see, it's Oogie Boogie being watched. All right. Which is weird. Yeah. Now let's talk about entertainment news. If you watch the Oscars, like I know you did, you may be familiar with the uh, directors known as the Daniels because they directed uh, everywhere, every, everywhere, everything, everything. everywhere, all at once. Uh, and they are going to be directing an episode of Star Wars uh, new series on Disney Plus called Stele Skeleton Crew, which stars Jude Law. Uh, so it's pretty cool that they're going to have a, uh, a hand in that. Um, also in Star Wars news, Damon Lindelof and Justin Britt Gibson have exited the Star Wars film that they were writing. They did turn in a script, uh, which will be revised. Uh, the film is going to still be on, but they are stepping away as writers. All right. Uh, so that is kind of uh, weird news. Uh, and then Disney Plus has announced an updated release date for Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. It was originally supposed to debut on May the 4th, but it will debut on Disney Plus on April 26th. Uh, this is the first kids-themed Star Wars show, so it's geared towards a younger audience, uh, and it takes place during the High Republic era, so it's before Luke and Leia, um, although you know who is in it? Who? Master Yoda, because he's like 800 years old. Right. Uh, so it's computer animated, uh, and I would say it's very kid-friendly. Oh, yeah. Very kid-friendly animation. Speaking of Disney+, Plus, we've got some new entries coming along in April 2023. Uh, we will have continuing episodes of Season 3 of The Mandalorian. Uh, Disney Plus will debut the new Oswald the Lucky Rabbit cartoon, which is the first cartoon in like 90 years right. or 95 years. Uh, that has been available through Disney's YouTube site, but it is coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, they are also debuting the new show by Jeremy Renner called Renovations, where he builds extreme vehicles for communities. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, that has been delayed as he recuperates from his snowplow accident in January. Um, also coming to Disney Plus in April is the live action of Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, that is debuting on April 28th on Disney Plus. Uh, and nothing, nothing new there. Uh, you know, we already talked about Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, uh, but we're getting some new episodes of, of uh, Moon Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. 
Uh, we're getting uh, The Mandalorian, as I mentioned, and uh, a new show called Hamster and Gretel. We're getting four episodes of that. So, um, you know, nothing, nothing groundbreaking, no new films. Okay. In Avatar-related news, James Cameron has said there could be a nine-hour director's cut of Avatar 3. Um, however, the theatrical cut will be a lot longer than that, but there is rumor that the nine-hour director's cut will come to uh, Disney+. Plus. Uh, and nine hours is about how long this show has been going. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that. So Cheryl is uh, feeling it right now, and she needs some coffee. Um, also coming to Disney Plus very soon, Eva Longoria's Flaming Hot. That's going to premiere on both Hulu and Disney Plus. Uh, and that's a story about a janitor at Frito-Lay who is responsible for Flaming Hot Cheetos. That's cool. Uh, so that uh, that is coming. Uh, in Dancing with the Stars news, uh, evil Tyra Banks is out. <laughs> yeah, not a fan of hers. Uh, season 32, we're going to have a new co-host with Alfonso Ribeiro, and that is going to be Julianne Huff. Uh, she's going to take over the interview responsibilities, and Alfonso will be taking over the host role. Okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, and uh, coming to Disney+, Plus, there's going to be a four-episode docuseries by Ed Sheeran called The Sum of It All. Uh, and it is going to be uh, around the time his new uh, album debuts. Uh, it will debut on Disney Plus on May 3rd. Okay. Moving to Universal Studios. At Universal Studios Florida, the VillainCon Minion Blast sign has been updated and villain banners have been added. That's right. We now see that the VillainCon uh, ride features the Vicious Six, uh, who are a villain group. So that is exciting. Uh, they have added Evil Eyes and the Top of the Globe uh, to the ride uh, marquee. Uh, they've also set up a, a sign for the store at the end of the ride, and that is called Evil Stuff. Okay. Which I think pretty much accurately describes uh, what the store is uh, selling. Uh, because the Transformers ride uh, can be seen from the Minions ride. They have started uh, painting one side of the Transformers building so that it matches a little more nicely uh, aesthetically mm -hmm. uh, with the new Minions attraction. Uh, and speaking of Minions, we have a new Minion bubble wand available at Universal Studios. Uh, it is $27 uh, and it features a uh, very lazy looking Minion uh, in, his, uh, in his jumper and it is a Stuart with a little smirk on his face. Okay. So that, uh, that is fun minion news. Um, also at Universal's Islands of Adventure, uh, the Chomp Hot Dogs location looks to be moving. It closed, uh, I believe, last year. Mm -hmm. uh, and they have a new building set up in the superhero uh, island section of the park. Okay. All right. Um, over uh, also in Islands of Adventure, the Betty Boop store is closed. We mentioned this was going to be closing a while ago right. because it was going to be the new annual Passholder Lounge. Well, that closing has actually taken place. Okay. And uh, because it is now, April, uh, what, March 26th, mm -hmm. it's never too early to talk about Halloween Horror Nights 32. Uh, Universal announced the dates for Halloween Horror Nights 32. It's going to take place from September 1st through October 31st. Pricing ranges from $79.99 to... Uh, 103? One, no, 119. 114. 
119 is okay. the highest price. Uh, they also have express passes available for $109 per person. They have RIP tours available for $299. And they will have an Unmasking the Horror tour that comes back for $119 for the three-house tour and $169 for the six-house tour. At this time, they've only announced one house uh, for this year's celebration, and that's going to be a Chucky house. Tickets are on sale already for that. Yes. E.T. 30th anniversary posters have been replaced at the E.T. Adventure. Which is exciting because, you know, E.T. just recently celebrated its 40th anniversary. <laughs> so maybe time to update them. So at Universal Studios, where the E.T. attraction is, they have replaced the 30th celebration, uh, 30th anniversary celebration posters with more generic E.T. posters. So that they never have to update them again. Exactly. Uh, and also in Universal Studios Florida, uh, there is a new structure replacing the former pizza stand uh, in Gramercy Park. No word on what the new stand is going to be. Hey, you know who's got a new show? Who? The Kennedy Space Center's Visitor's Complex. Okay. It's a new stage show called All Systems Are Go, and it's a modern-day story using puppets, uh, large-scale puppets, uh, from the Peanuts comic strip. Oh. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's Charlie Brown with answers, Lucy complaining about colors on space shoots, Schroeder plays his keyboard, and Snoopy and Woodstock go on a high-flying adventure. adventure. Uh, so it's not a typical show, uh, but it's back uh, with education, uh, prevented fancily, as they say. Okay. So uh, if you want to check that out, you can go over. It's very similar uh, to the Nemo show mm -hmm. in, uh, in Animal Kingdom. Okay. And wrapping up this marathon show here in Disney World uh, contract news, uh, Disney World and its unions representing its workers have reached a tentative agreement to boost the uh, resort's minimum wage from $15 to $18 by the end of the year. Uh, and I believe by 2024, uh, it's going to be $23 a year. Wow. So they, um, sorry, $23 an hour. Uh, so they will be getting, over the course of the uh, contract, a 36% wage increase. Wow. Uh, so kudos to Disney for doing the right thing, getting their folks closer to a uh, living wage. That might justify the prices where they are right now. That's right. Uh, in addition to this agreement, uh, employees will be able to get eight weeks of paid child bonding leave. Uh, so that's uh, pretty good news. Yeah. All right. So that's all the news for today. Uh, until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.